0: That
1: day I live, in a dream. I live in a dream welcome to only trying to help the podcast where we try to help you be helpful to other people My name is Dr. Kate Watson, and I've invited an old familiar friend to join me today. You may remember Lisa from one of the episodes we did about well-meaning comedy and laughter. And um, Lisa shared so much about Robin Williams. That was such a good episode. And um, Lisa, I had a ton of positive feedback about that particular episode, and I've been looking for a way to bring you back on the show, and today I found it. So... Um I happened to notice that you you shared something on Facebook that I think just makes an awesome opener for this episode. Would you would you indulge us? Would you tell us what you yes. did and what you shared?
0: Yes, absolutely. So, I've been so caught up with the news, especially with everything going on in Russia and Ukraine. Um it's gotten me kind of obsessed about You know, be on top of the news every day. Maybe more so than I ever was before. Um, Something that really struck a nerve, struck a chord. I don't know why it struck struck me harder than other news stories that happened in New York City, but this one really got me because it just it broke my heart. You know, this man Gary Cabana. Mm -hmm. um, He ran into he ambushed two employees at MoMA, which is the Museum of Modern Art in You know downtown new york city he ambushed them he stabbed them luckily they're not in any terrible condition but still they got they got stabbed and it brings such lights like it's ridiculous you can't go anywhere anymore without fear of of getting stabbed or worse dying so anyway i got really into this story and you know in a way it's not really that exotic to get into something like this because I think a stabber would get to anyone, Mm. but I actually found out that this particular person I had actually done some background acting with. Um, So anyway, so yesterday I went on to his Instagram page, which I found was public, which was very interesting because he was sharing some very, very personal things. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, is this guy know what he's doing? (laughs) Um, I read some very disturbing posts that were quickly deleted by Gary. But before they were deleted, I screenshotted and I shared a particular post that I found extremely disturbing with the NYPD Tips Instagram account. Yeah. And they thanked me. Um, All I'll say is the post had to do with getting an AK-57 and shooting up President Trump. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. So I had to share that. Yeah. I almost even resp- you know I almost even did, some- did something stupid by responding to this guy on his Instagram page. But I was like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't get involved because then he could trace me back and he could get my info. And I'm like, no, nope, let's not do this. So, like I said, I was very happy that NYPD tips responded, and they even said they they thanked me and they said to me that this information would be helpful. Um, so anyway, I woke up this morning, and because I've become so obsessed with this story. I immediately looked at his Instagram page again, and I noticed he had responded. I noticed he hadn't responded to any messages from his quote-unquote fans. Um, Someone said he was arrested early this morning, found asleep on a bench in Philly. Per the news, this is true, and I'm relieved. I don't know if my info actually helped, but I I realized it didn't hurt, and maybe it helped. So I'm just happy that he's been arrested, and I'm happy that justice is served. Um, I will say this, though. He clearly has severe mental illness. Yeah. Um, so I hope that not only that justice is served, but that he's also um, treated well. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. I hope that he's treated medically as well because he needs help. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, ideally, I'm emphasizing ideally because it never works out this way, but, <laughs> but ideally yeah. the criminal justice system is supposed to, um, it's supposed to also help rehabilitate people. It hardly ever does, um, you know, but that's the idea of the corrections system is that it's supposed to help correct people and make them better. And so there's nothing wrong with you wanting that for him. Um, and yeah, let's let's hope that he gets whatever he may need as well.
0: And I will add one one more thing. Something I noticed that, you know, normally if this was just some crazy person, crazy dictator like, let's say, Putin, I wouldn't care if people were writing horrible messages, but I'm noticing that a lot of people, understandably so, are writing some terribly, terrible scathing messages on his Instagram wall. Mm. And of course, he did a horrible thing, and he needs to be punished accordingly. However, thinking about his mental health, Mm -hmm. which is obviously right up your alley, Dr. Watson, you know, thinking about his, his mental health I think to myself, you know, when he has a chance to look at that again, I hope it doesn't send him on another sprawl because I read a part of an article this morning that said, (laughs) I couldn't believe he said this, although I guess, I mean, I don't know the guy really, but he said that he said to the police that uh, he's not a bad guy. He was just having a bad day. Mm. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, well, he's going to have a bad day again when he sees these, you know, these terrible messages.
1: Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah, there, there's a lot about this story that I really appreciate, you know, Um, one of the things, and this is kind of a side note, but I just want to say it. I I think that it's cool that you were trying to be helpful and there was a real tangible result. Um, you know, because we we hardly ever get that Lisa, (laughs) you know, how often in your life do you try to do something helpful for a person? And then you walk away wondering, well, I don't know if that was really helpful at all um but i feel like you know you got to see like the end result of this and i i just kind of love that for you um so that's one thing <laughs> and the other thing the other thing that i think is neat about this story is there's this whether you realize it or not there's this interesting theme about like what's your place what's your role like i don't know i i'm i'm reflecting on how many people in your position might have seen those comments And thought, "Uh, I'm not getting involved. And by comments, I mean the ones that you screenshotted and sent to the tip line. Um, People who might have thought, I'll just leave it alone. It's probably no big deal. I don't want to be in the middle of something. And, you know, in your case, you decided, no, I, I think I do have a role here. And as I listened to you tell the story, you were thoughtful about what that role is. You thought, my role is not to get involved in these comments and responding and going back and forth. My role is send it to someone else and hope that justice is served. And, you know, so many aspects of this has just got me thinking about all the people in the world who are trying to be helpful. And, and I know, you know, that's, that's the audience we're talking to. We're talking to the folks, the people who tune in are the ones who are like trying to do good in this world. And, and how often we're faced with that decision of like, is this my place? Should I get involved? Is this none of my business? Yeah. Am I the right person? <laughs> um, and I probably have an example or two or three or like 25,000 that I could share. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I told you before we started recording, I had one in particular that I, I wanted to share because I, th- I think the listeners will appreciate this. So I'm interested in your thoughts on it as well, Lisa. I have um, I have a friend whose husband gambles a lot. And I'm I'm in no position to determine if it's, like, a full-blown addiction or something he just does more than she would like him to do. Um, I think already there, there's something to pause on. Like, just that there is a difference between... <laughs> there is a difference between someone having an addiction and someone doing something more than you would like them to do it. But maybe that's just a side note. I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, sure. But, but back to the story. So... So he gambles, and when he does, um, especially when he loses their hard-earned money, my friend Jackie gets really pissed off, and who could blame her, you know, like, I can't blame her at all. Um, She works and works and works just to find out that he gambled their money away. So, you know, makes sense to me. Um, And I, I don't know how often this is happening, like, whether it's every week or once a year, but... But when this happens, it, of course, turns into a huge argument. I mean, can't you imagine? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I can totally imagine that.
1: Yeah. So when it turns into a huge argument, Jackie calls me and she starts saying things like, Kate, you know, I sent my mom into the casino to catch him because I'm tired of being <laughs> the one to call him out on all this shit all the time. And, and I told my mom, go in there and find him because he just lies to me. <sighs> and again can't blame her for being mad um but she she goes on to tell me that she's trying to quote help him (laughs) by by catching him and calling him out on his bullshit and things like that so there's a lot going on here right (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and i've said this many times on the podcast but i'll say it again you know, several things can be true at the same time. This is a lot like the story you told where someone can be wrong and we can wish them well at the same time. Um, I think this is another good example. Like it can be true that Jackie's husband does need some help. And, you know, again, I'm not diagnosing him as an addict or anything. I'm just saying we all need help sure. sometimes. And, oh, yeah. and if he's going to change his habits, then he's, He's very likely going to struggle with doing that. And you know, like any of us, he'll probably need some help and some support, and at the same time, it can be true that Jackie's just too angry to be the supportive one.
0: It's a it's a complex situation. Yeah. Um because as much as she wants to help him, it almost it's almost like she is acting in a way it's not, I mean, it's. I see where the help is there, the intentions are there, but because it's accusatory, yeah. which I understand that it needs to be, I can imagine that um, he's not taking it, he's not looking at it as, oh, she's just trying to help, No, he's looking at it as, she's trying to, I don't want to say bully, bully might be the wrong word, but he's, you know, it just, it seems a bit more negative than it's meant to be.
1: Yeah, she has... And again, rightfully, she has a lot of pent up anger and she's releasing it, um, you know, and, and she's hurt. She's betrayed. And again, no one could blame her. I think all I'm saying is she might be too mad to be helpful right now. Um, and and I just think that's worth pausing on for all of us when we may have friends or family members who we're sometimes mad at. and. We we might think, well, I'm going to go get that person who I'm really mad at and I'm going to get them to change. You know, if you're really mad, you might not be the right person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm thinking more about this situation. It's like Jackie's husband probably does have some degree of a problem if he's lying about his gambling and he's gambling to the point of having frequent arguments with his wife. and And I'm sure... He doesn't enjoy his life as it is right now. I'm confident he would like things to be different. I'm I'm positive. He would like to be in more control of himself and his actions. And more than anything, I'm positive he'll make a lot of mistakes before he finally gets it right.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think as frustrated as she is with him, maybe she should handle it with a little bit more compassion. So he takes it the
1: right way. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sitting up straight when I hear you say that, because of course I'm going to emphasize again, like ideally, yes, ideally,
0: Yeah. I
1: think, <laughs> I think there's something to be said for like, maybe she just can't right now. And I think that's okay. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking probably what he needs is what you're talking about, Lisa. He needs compassion, but I'll bet he needs a supportive person in his life who will love him and be patient with him while he screws up a lot. And I don't know if Jackie's capable of being that person because she's too personally hurt. And so I do yeah. think sometimes it's okay to think, you know what, I'm not the right person here. It doesn't make her wrong or a bad wife or a bad no. person. I hate to say, but maybe she
0: should have like a third party involved so it doesn't hurt their relationship. Yeah. But yet it still helps. So Yeah. Now that would actually probably be the best thing because if she's in a place of anger and frustration as much of you know good intentions as she has it could just be misplaced and yeah could cause, unfortunately it could cause more issues yeah no it shouldn't but it, it just the reality of it is it could
1: yeah i think you're spot on um i think she's probably feeling how anyone would feel myself included and she actually deserves her right to be pissed off or as long as she needs to be pissed off but her husband might need someone else to be that supportive person with whom he can be honest about those struggles, you know. I was thinking about it, Lisa, because she's so mad about the lying, and and again, no one wants their spouse to lie to them. So I don't blame her at all. But I was like, I I, can't, I have a hard time saying this to her face, but <laughs> but but I was thinking, I was thinking, why would he be honest? Like, why why would he walk in the door and say, "Hi, hon, I lost a thousand dollars today"? Like, there's no incentive. <laughs> You know, there's no incentive for him, to be honest, because she's just going to get mad. And so there's no reward for him if he decides to come clean. And so probably he needs someone who he can be honest with, who isn't going to lash out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He needs an outside, even like a therapist, you know, somebody that could handle it from a, even a clinical, even a clinical level to kind of sit him down and, and say, what you're doing is causing x y and z and this is why it needs to come to a halt you know that way it can protect their marriage as well
1: i know that you're in a long-term relationship do you and your partner have friends outside of your your relationship like you have your own friends he has his own friends
0: oh sure yeah like we have mutual friends but yeah we have our own friends that i mean we even have our own friends that might not like, like, he has a couple of friends that don't really care for me. It's not like, it's not like it's such a hatred or anything. It's just like, we don't really get along. Yeah. But like, I'm happy that he's still friends with him because why not? And I have a few friends of, that, that you know, don't always love him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, but it's fine. It, it's it's It hasn't caused issues. It's just like when we see each other, it's just kind of like, you know, we're a little bit, uh yes and no
1: with each other a little quieter arms arms length maybe (laughs) exactly exactly yeah i bring it up because i it's why i'm such an advocate for having friends outside of your marriage because sometimes you need to rely on someone and and your spouse is like too mad at you at the moment
0: (laughs) yeah no absolutely and it's completely forgiving and understandable like if I've pissed him off or if he's pissed me off and I need to vent to a friend even if they care about Lawrence there they can still see things from my side and it's not like I'm going to badmouth him I'm just going to explain the situation um and it's just nice to have that outsider
1: yeah you know? yeah
0: and same for him
1: yeah, and and I, I think that's, like, the point I'm going to keep coming back to is, you know, you mentioned it could be a therapist, it could be a friend, but, like, having someone else who you can turn to um, when maybe your your romantic partner just can't be there for you right now is totally healthy. Like, I can think of a relationship I was in years ago, and I've long lost touch with this person, so I highly doubt he's listening, but... <laughs> But, um, but if he is, hello, um, he, he had some really bad anxiety and depression and, and his symptoms would show as anger. Right. And so to anyone else, he might just seem like kind of an angry guy, but I knew he was battling some mental health problems. No big deal. Most of us are, it's not a deal breaker in my book, (laughs) but, um, But when you're in a relationship with someone who has some mental health problems, it means you will, from time to time, be exposed to your loved one when they're not at their best. And potentially even when they're being kind of mean or cruel or hurtful in some way. And that would happen between us. He would have kind of like an anxiety flare up. Fine. No big deal. But he would end up hurting my feelings in some way, which is also not the end of the world. But I needed some time. To just, like, be hurt and, like, a little pissed off about it. And, of course. Right. I just needed some time. Like, you know, you, you hurt my feelings. I just need to, like, go over here and be grumpy now. And sometimes before I was done feeling grumpy, he would come to me and say, hey, I'm really sorry. I'm obviously struggling right now. I obviously need some help. And I would kind of just nod my head in agreement. And I would say, yeah you You do you do need some help, and i'm glad I'm glad you know that, but I can't be the one to help you right now because I'm too hurt and I would say I'm happy to know that you have a brother, you have a best friend, you have a therapist, you have all kinds of people you can lean on it just can't be me because I won't be helpful while I'm still mad
0: mm. yeah, and
1: that's
0: understandable, yeah, and it's nice to have. It's nice to be able to be honest like that, too, because I think even if a person doesn't want to hear that, I think in a way you're protecting the friendship because yeah. you're being honest. You're not just ignoring them. I think the worst, when you're in a conflict with somebody, like I understand if you're so angry with them, you don't want to talk to them, but I think the absolute worst thing to do is to ignore the person because mm-hmm. I think if even if you said to them, listen, I'm I'm upset with you and I just don't want to talk right now, just saying that is better than nothing at all.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, I don't know. You know, yeah, no, I think it's a great point. And, you know, I could imagine 100 other scenarios that would have been worse than what I said, probably 100 that would have been better, but, but 100 that would have been worse. You know, things Definitely. like just like, you know, get the F out of my face would have been worse. Um, but okay. but what I was trying to say was like, yeah, I, I I love you so much. I really do want you to get help. But please don't turn to me for that. Because you've hurt me and I'm mad. And in this headspace, I'm going to be nothing but mad right now. <laughs> and, no, and it's
0: such a beautiful thing that you're, able to, that you're able to say that without, you know, I don't know, that you're able to say it just in general. Yeah. And even if they don't like that, it's just like, they're not in charge of how you're feeling, you know, mm. you're in charge of that. Yeah. And they have to respect that. And it doesn't mean that you guys can't talk again. It just means that right now, it's not a good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right now it's not a good time and so if you need someone right now, you've got to turn to one of your other people. Um, you know, and and what do they say it takes a village? <laughs> it definitely
0: takes a village. For me it takes a whole country.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here for you. <laughs> <Likewise>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that was kind of what I wanted to convey is just like, you know, when when you see people in your life who've maybe hurt you and and you you say things like, I want to help that person. Think about whether you are really capable of that right now. Um, maybe somebody else could be the right person and, and let them. Let them go find the right help, even if it's not from you. Yep.
0: Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you're honest with them, you're able to take a step back and they're able to get the help that they need. And it's going to help everybody involved.
1: It's win-win. Yeah. Yeah. It's a win-win, absolutely. I think, you know, if we go back to the story of my friend Jackie, she wants two things at the same time. She wants her husband to get better, and she wants to release all of her anger. <laughs> and <laughs> and and those are those are tough things to achieve at the same time, but it might be possible if he gets the help from someone else because while she's releasing her anger, she's not going to be the one he can confide in. She's not going to be the one he can come to and say, I'm feeling tempted to go gamble right now. You know, the stakes would be too high that she might get mad again. So he needs a safe place to go talk about that.
0: Absolutely. And I love talking to you about this. It's also putting a lot of stuff in perspective for myself. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for making time today.